Okay, so we are six weeks and two days into Dawson's life now. Um, what's the most annoying thing about him, Madison? <laughs> oh my gosh, we just start this conversation off like that. Yeah, uh, I'll start with the bad and maybe transition. But we good. introduce ourselves and say, good mor- or good afternoon, babe, I love you. Nothing like that. Just go right into it. Okay. Yeah, just let's just dive right in. Let's just go right into it. The most annoying thing about him? Yes. I feel like the most annoying thing about him is what all babies do, including us when we were babies. So everyone in the world was like this, and I would have found them annoying at some point in time as a newborn. Um, maybe when we're breastfeeding and he just pulls off and just chills and then goes back on i think it's just taking your sweet time eating the meal (laughs) rather than just sucking it and then being done and then when i think he's done he i put him like on my chest or on my legs and then he gets fussy and then i put him back on my boob he sucks it for like a second and then (laughs) and then he yeah yeah so if that makes sense that's what just like can't make up his mind if he actually wants to eat or not. Exactly. Yeah. And that goes on for what was what happened last night? Uh this morning from yeah. like five to seven thirty. No, five to like nine. <laughs> so like a good solid four hours of like just on feed for thirty seconds and then he falls asleep. I put him on my chest and then he wakes up and does the Head. The head smashing. Yeah. And just like super fussy. Yeah. But that's about it. I mean, other than that, he's a really good baby. So I'm very grateful. It's not like he doesn't cry, you know, like scream his head off. He's not like a screaming eagle. Yeah. He's just. He's a good kid. He's definitely. Yeah. So yesterday. Yesterday we took him to the craniosacral therapy appointment. Why? Have did have did you hear about like the CST before our midwife Kelly like brought it up? Yeah. Like, did you know it was a thing? Yeah, I knew it was a thing because my best friend, shout out Courtney, she um talked about it with her daughter Blair and slash our goddaughter. So love you so much, Blair. Um, and she just said great things about it, and it makes sense. Like they went through a lot through the birthing experience so they're probably tense and all that good stuff but it was weird like watching her do it it was just like her placing her hands on like his back and then all and then like it's something that we could have done you know but clearly it takes like a lot of yeah it didn't really look like she was like doing a lot to be honest but like the idea is that like you know babies when they make their way through the birth canal like that can be a pretty intense experience, not only for mom, but for them as well. And, you know, they're pretty tense and just basically just like a little baby massage for the most part and just something to help them kind of release some of the tension and like um, basically just like loosen up and soften some of those t- tissues that might be all tight right now. So, and plus, like if they have a lot of gas pain too, I guess. They help out with, like, tubby stuff. Yeah. yeah, if you look at, like, the website for, like, craniosacral therapy, like, it basically says it cures absolutely everything. Like, any 
literally any issue that a baby could possibly have like on a cst provider's website it'll be like you'll be like we can cure everything i don't know if it does quite that but definitely relieve some tension i mean he seemed to actually really enjoy it just like a little baby massage but who knows maybe it works maybe it doesn't work but what else what do you got for what's been like your most memorable like moment with him or experience with him in the past six weeks Does the birth count <laughs> or other yeah. than that? Um, so definitely the birth. I feel like, I mean, as much as I talk smack about breastfeeding so far, it's really beautiful and it's, we create special moments together, just like in the middle of the night when like everyone is asleep, it's just he and I awake, human, he, him and me, yeah. me awake, no. I I'm awake. Yeah, you and him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know, but um, I think breastfeeding is just we've came a long way so far. Have come a long way. So yeah, yeah. Well, how did it how did it start out for you? Oh, I mean, I knew that breastfeeding was. I mean, I I thought of it like it's natural. It's gonna be easy, and but some of the influencers slash people have when I was pregnant said like breastfeeding is a little challenging you should like learn it learn about it while you're pregnant not scrambling to figure it out after like in the midst of it and I bought the book and I had all intentions to do it and learn about it but I was just so caught up in like birthing him out that I kind of pushed breastfeeding to the side and I wish I didn't do that so when he was born obviously like the golden hour and he did the crawl the breast crawl I was kind of like in a fog with it. I wish I remembered like him, his initial latch. Like I knew he did latch. He still does and everything. Um, but I guess I didn't really treat my nipples like the queens that they are. I was just like, okay, baby on boob, like he needs to eat rather than like, oh, I have to make sure that he has a good latch and like everything's like um, squared away before he starts feeding. But I was in the mindset of like, he needs to eat right now. I'm just going to put him on the boob. And then my nipples yeah. kind of took a toll in a beating. But now. How long did that last? Um, I mean, I'm like, was... recovering, but like the first, I mean, you were there. Like I was like yeah. toes curling, bawling my eyes out. And I would say that was pretty much only with him. Like the first. Like a week and a half. Yeah. The first week and a half was probably the worst. Yeah. That was when. Like, nobody's sucked on your nipples before, you know what I mean? <laughs> no, um, nope, that is Like, true. I am, like, maybe a couple times for me, but, like, <laughs> no, <laughs> nothing like the amount of force and pressure that he's putting on those things constantly. Yeah. It's just, yeah, so the first week and a half was rough for sure. Yeah, I did, I, yeah, it's like, definitely a skill, and shout out to all the moms who breastfeed still do, or had to stop because it was hard. And I was like, not gonna lie, I was like, why would you stop breastfeeding? Like, it's you gotta feed your child, but it's just so hard. Like, I totally get why women would be like, okay, I'm tapping out. Plus, you spend like hours on end breastfeeding. Like, I feel like my whole six weeks so far has just been like breastfeeding, like. <laughs> 
just boob out boob out looking at hunger cues and just like giving him the boob so but other than that it's going really well now um you just gotta persevere to any women out there listening um breastfeeding is definitely a skill and one of my good friends jen and malia they talked about how breastfeeding should be on a resume because that really (laughs) that really like portrays a person like a woman like if you make it through the first month and you're still breastfeeding like that shows a lot about your character granted if you stop no shade like you're still a great woman i don't know but (laughs) it shows a lot it's different yeah and just like because no yeah no matter if you're doing it or not doing it like it's yeah it's definitely not easy for anybody who's doing it i would say no it's yeah. not easy it's not easy and then you have to take in consideration like the baby too like oh like tongue ties lip ties i don't know it's definitely a unique it's a it's a dance yeah. for sure yeah it's a dance so okay here's a question for you <laughs> uh okay so now that i've been breastfeeding do you look at my breasts a different way now <laughs> Not really, no. I mean, the fact that I'm still hanging out. No, I'm still very much attracted to you. Um, throughout the birth, pregnancy. Yeah, like it does. Well, throughout the the birth is like, and this is something I would say for like all dudes is like, because I've heard so many different sides of it where like guys like you hear some, from some guys like don't go down there, like don't look, man, it's gonna scar you for life. Stay by the head. Yeah, stay up, stay up north, and like to stay up south. Yeah. Or, so yeah, stay wait, up. No, yeah, up north, right. yeah. But, like, to that, I'd say, like, it's a pretty immature argument, from my, in my opinion. Like, Break. yeah, like, the, the fact that you're with a woman, married, or, you know, if there's anybody out there not married, like, and having a child, you're with a woman, she's giving birth to literally your bloodline. Like, there is nothing, like, she is carrying on your genes and your bloodline throughout this process of birth. And to me, that is, like, it's so incredible what you or what she is actually doing. Like, that creates more love. Like, the fact that you have the opportunity to lay your hands on your child that's being birthed from He's like, preach. Yeah, that's being birthed from the womb of the woman you love. Like, that creates a stronger bond and more love for you and more affection for you than, like, anything else. Um, You know, if you're, like, super sensitive to, like, blood, then, like, you know, maybe you, maybe that's, maybe it's not going to work out that way for you, you know? It's a valid reason. It's a valid reason to maybe not go down south and, like, catch your baby. Um, But... Yeah, I mean, if you're okay with a little bit of blood, like, I I think the more... No, you didn't, and you didn't have a lot of blood. I, I think, like, you, you were talking about how breastfeeding is, like, a learned skill. I think being comfortable with birth is something that you learn to do. Like, it's not... A, man. As a guy, yeah. And a woman, too. And even a woman. Like, our culture has surrounded birth with fear in so many different ways that it's very natural to be scared of birth. Um, I think the more research you do about birth, the more that you learn about birth, 
um, before you actually go through that experience, um, the more comfortable with it you're going to be because there's going to be less surprises. And it doesn't take a whole lot of effort, to be honest. Like we watched a couple documentaries. We watched a couple uh, trainings by a doula. Those were pretty intense. Those were actually long. We had like two hour movie nights of listening to basically um, this doula who is like way more in the education space than just doula-ing. Yeah, she's had six kids, both everything from home birth to epidural, um, basically experimenting on herself. I thought maybe, okay, we'd have to double check. But anyways, she had a like eight hour training on like everything around birth. Um, it might've been more, might've been like 10 or 12 hours. Yeah. Um, and so basically, you know, we would go through those and it was everything from the like how did birth even get to be in the hospitals in the first place? You know, everything from like the history of how birth got to the hospitals to um, like postpartum, like the full spectrum and going through those and watching them, it just exposes you to like what to expect and that can really help eliminate the fear. Like education can definitely help you understand what's about to happen and then kind of remove some of the fear around it so yeah in the mystery because society just is like oh childbirth yeah nobody talks about it it's scary in the movies like it's a woman who's like you know oh what's up buddy like in the movies it's just like a woman who's like screaming bloody murder like it's such bullshit it's not true and they they project yeah they just project fear around birth um and it doesn't have to be that way and the more that you learn about it and the more you prepare, like anything else in life, the better it will go um, for both mom and partner. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot more to unpack there some other time. But first, the male yeah. fearing from like other dads, like their experience with birth. Do you think it's just like a um, like a automatic reaction of like, don't don't look like it's never going to be the same. I don't know why this. fictional guy or whatever is a country bumpkin but you know what I mean like do you feel like a lot of the people that you talk to were just like kind of making it seem like the vagine was like the scary I don't really know because like who's honestly like straight up staring 2020 vision with a microscope like at your wife's vagina anyways like I don't understand where that comes from. Like, don't look. It's never going to be the same. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't I don't understand where that comes from, uh, to be honest. I think that the the beauty of what birth is, you know, the oh, amazing it's process. It's never going to be the same. Like, you literally just birthed out a human. Like, that'd be kind of weird if it's not exact, like. Identical. Identical from the one that, you know. I mean, yours still looks great. There's okay, no. There's to talk about it. But I'm just saying, like, <laughs> you just went through this, like, incredible like you just birthed out a human yeah what do you how do you like obviously it's not going to be the same like what yeah it's also not that different though no i know i'm saying like the same and like mentally the same i mean it kind of still looks the same i don't know okay this is gonna tmi but i don't know i just hate how guys just immediately think that like oh yeah, I don't I don't get that notion of like don't look, it's never gonna be the same. Like it's stupid. It 
I mean, it doesn't really make any you're sense. Just, like, the fact that you're with a woman who's bringing in the next generation of your bloodline, you know, if it's your first, especially if it's your first child, like, if you really think about that and you dwell on that and reflect on that just a little bit, like, we take for granted the fact that we can just make people, you know what I mean? Like, a thousand years ago, like, there was way less information around what's going to happen, and they knew a lot less about it and the fact that you could carry on your bloodline and your generation and your your family like if i feel like it meant a lot more to people um with just a couple hundred years even versus today i think kind of like sometimes it can be taken for granted the significance of what's actually happening and if you just reflect on that just a little bit i think the beauty in that overpowers any of the not so physically pretty things that are occurring during birth potentially there's also like the most beautiful things in the whole like yeah. in life occurring it is birth. it is incredible i i would honestly find it hard to not describe birth as anything but beautiful even though even though it's challenging and like you were definitely not like yeah yeah, the way like, we talk about yeah, the way that we talk about birth, I don't want people to think that it's easy, like or you had an easy birth. No. Like he, you literally were in. Oh, what's up, buddy? Yeah, like you were in active labor for three hours, and then pushing after that for an additional three hours as he was smashing up against your pubic bone and making almost no progress for like three hours straight. Like that's not that's not something that's easy. Like every woman's birth experience is not easy. Yeah. Like even if you know, for your second kid, all of a sudden you just squirt it out for like an like an hour. You know, like it, that that's still not going to be easy. Yeah, I think <clears throat> I maybe. I don't know. Like it's it definitely a mindset. Like if you go into or after your birth and you're kind of traumatized like I feel for you and I'm so sorry that that happened um but also like you need to prep I'm not saying like if you prep and then something like traumatic happens then you didn't prep enough because you know life happens but like there's yeah uncontrollable factors yeah it's like you know nature's chaos but it's definitely a mindset and if you think that my birth was easy then talk to me you weren't there <laughs> one yeah i mean i don't know easy is diff it just depends on how you define it I mean, it's also the person like me talking about it like i'm not like oh my gosh like it was painful like x y and z like i'm sitting over here like that was the best thing that's ever happened to me yeah and like i it was amazing like yeah it was hard it was intense i felt like an anaconda was you know squeezing me for six hours straight but like <laughs> it it didn't I wouldn't say it's painful. Overall, I think that you know, some people might have a problem with me saying this, but like I would say that yeah, with all due respect, like there were certain things that you did in preparation that it is not an accident that you think about birth from this perspective of it being beautiful and the most amazing thing that's ever happened to you. Yes. Like it's a combination. It's yeah. available for every woman. I agree. Yeah. Um, there's certain things that happen in the hospital 
that make a hospital a non-ideal place to have a natural birth. That's just a fact. Like, not the original. It's yeah. A, a, a hospital treats birth like it is a condition um, that should be feared and treated. When you know, God designed birth, and it it, it can be. It can be done naturally with no intervention. Um, one of the most beautiful things about delivering at a birth center or at home birth is the fact that you are alone to a certain extent. One of the really, which is like in, yeah, in nature's design. I want to pinpoint the fact that I'm sure someone would be like, I, I don't, I mean, everyone has their emotions and might be annoyed with us saying how amazing it was because they might have a different thing like experience yeah um what was i going with this like oh like low risk versus high risk like by the grace of god we had a low risk for like pregnancy and birth um well and there are situations where women have high risk pregnancies and the hospital is an amazing place to go to <laughs> yeah i think i mean there are midwives that do twin and breech births but i think like if we were at if we were high risk and for twin or breach reasons it would have made this conversation like entirely different like i don't have the confidence right now to say that like if we had twin or breach like we oh we would have done midwife anyways you know what i mean like i don't know it's like another mindset thing to yeah it's a totally another, like it's a whole nother thing rather than just being like oh i have twins i have to go to the hospital like we'd sit down and you know yeah research and... and interview midwives and like talk to them about their experiences ask them their numbers like all right so let's end this one uh because we've been going for like 20 minutes now but like we'll end it I with my question for you was do you see me different through pregnancy and birth okay yeah we can't do with that question oh fi- I, I initially thought it was a physical question but now let's tag it with physical and mental how do you view post-birth we're six weeks post-birth now I love you more. I am amazed by you more. Like the, what you are doing to keep this child, like my son, like literally my bloodline alive and is amazing to see every single day. And I'm just more grateful and more in love with you than I ever have been. I love you too. Women are incredible. Yeah. Women are cool. Men are cool too. <laughs> <laughs> All right.